Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Real hot girl shit. And if the beat live, you know Lil Juke made it. Body, yaddy, 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 what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of the pretty plus size and powerful podcast we know it's been a minute you ain't got to tell us we know we know we know okay get off our ass it was our birthday period it's still our birth month so we still celebrating (laughs) still celebrating um Welcome to episode 86. I actually went and looked. I believe we are on episode 86, unless it's a missing episode out there somewhere. Whatever. Which we blame Tone for. <laughs> of course, because we always blame Tone. Um, <laughs> in case you don't know the voice, in case you are new here, I am Aziza, a.k.a. Zebo, a.k.a. The Human Universe, a.k.a. your favorite fat girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've had to say, say that. And across the country... I got my boo thing, my bestie with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your girl, Ruthie, a.k.a. the spoiled one, a.k.a. the real one, a.k.a. this is no longer my summer body. This is currently my fall body, Um, (laughs) a.k.a. You know, I'm just unbothered. Matter of fact, I'm going to put this one in there, too, just because it's what I'm feeling, a.k.a. the healed one. Come on. Yes, come on to growth and healing. Ugh, come on. Listen, you about to send me into a praise for a minute. <laughs> we got some catching up to do. Um, What have you been up to? Before we get into our advice of the week, just what have you been up to? I think the last time we recorded was somewhere in September. So what have you been doing since September? Um, getting old, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you turned your real age this year. That's a mm-hmm. fucking thing. <laughs> yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I've been um, um, celebrating my birthday, celebrating my mama's birthday. So happy birthday, Kia. I forgot to tell your mama happy birthday. I ain't. I'm not real. Okay. I ain't, I ain't like I posted her or anything. <laughs> oh, Annie. Happy birthday, Annie. It's still October. We celebrating all month, even though it's Scorpio season. Nobody really cares. Like sure doesn't. Like, unfortunately, you were born born too late to be a Libra, but you know, it's you still October, so you still okay. We um, get <laughs> A little bit, whatever. Um, anywho, um, my birthday was lit. Um, 
I had a couple people come down to Atlanta to celebrate with me. Um, I actually got out and explored the city more than I have in the entire time that I've been here. Uh, went to a music festival, which was super, super dope. Got to see a lot of people live um, in action. The energy at, at music festivals, aka concerts, is so dope. Um, but I would prefer to have an assigned seat because, listen, when I say standing up and not having a place, like people get the pushing, we was like social distancing where? And I don't be playing that shit. I be the motherfucker. I be the one person with a goddamn mask on. Even though they did make it so that you had to show your, um, that you had to either show that you were fully vaccinated or that you, uh, have a, have had a negative COVID test, uh, within the uh, past 72 hours. And they was even doing the rapid test right outside the gates too. They was not playing, which I appreciate. Um, but still listen, I refuse. Um, so yeah, I had a good birthday. 33 has been, the road to 33 has been phenomenal. Um, eye-opening, really transformative. Um, 33 has been cool. Um, and just the transition and the new endeavors that I'm about to take on, I'm excited for. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going at them. I don't even want to say I'm hitting the ground running no more. I'm not, I'm not in a space where I want to burn myself out at any point in time for nothing. Mm -hmm. So I'm eating into it with intention. Um, and I think that will serve me and my personality better instead of trying to be gung ho and, you know what I'm saying? Burning myself out because I have so many things that I have to do, um, to really do what suits me is better for me but anywho i guess i didn't really talk about what i did for my birthday i guess i i so i had like a chill sisters weekend me and my sister uh <laughs> we had a very adventurous weekend let's start there uh <laughs> so we drove to minnesota to do some shopping um, and some hanging out and got stuck on the side of the road. Uh, for whatever reasons, these kids ain't no good, y'all. Not only are they stealing them, apparently there's a recall. And we got literally stuck on the side of the road. We went from going over the speed limit, let's just say that, uh, <laughs> to going about 20 miles an hour within seconds on Ooh. the highway. Uh, apparently, like, in the middle of nowhere, Somehow the car just started smoking. It smelt like I mean, like it was like thick black smoke coming outside of the car, and then like it was coming in the vents. So we hurried up and got over, and then the whole car just shut off. Wow. I mean, this well, is I'm a very, got over. Yeah, I mean, it's a very this is a, a brand new car. Mm -hmm. Didn't realize it was something wrong with it. Apparently, everything is electrical, so yeah, we were stuck on the side of the road for about two hours, if not longer than that. Um, luckily for us, we was in Eclair, Wisconsin. They don't got shit to do. So the the the, the state troopers was like very, very nice, super, super friendly. Um, but yeah, apparently the engine just completely 
shut off, died, what have you. Um, so yeah, had to take that to the Kia, Kia, Kia dealership, had to get a rental. Like it was, that was the first adventurous day. Mm. Um, got to the hotel. They were super friendly, whatever. We had a good time. I'm going to say I met my African prince because that's what I kept calling him. Prince Akeem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is African and he was super, super sweet. Um, but it was just some something fun to do for the weekend. We did some shopping. We were supposed to get tattoos, but that didn't happen. But I got um ZZ, you can see this. They can't. I got my ear pierced and it hurt it like fuck. I got the little, <laughs> what's this called? The um the I don't know, the bar, ear cartilage, bar. The cartilage piercing, where it's like the bar. Can you see it? Mm-hmm. So it goes across. This shit still hurt. And I bled like a motherfucker too. So yeah. Um, we had a great weekend just hanging out with each other. <sighs> Came back. I had this extra bougie birthday dinner. And Elvernay sang happy birthday to me and shut the entire restaurant down. Do you hear me? Oh. Like, and I, it wasn't acts. Like, she was just like, come on, y'all, let's sing happy birthday. And she started singing, and my whole entire family was like, oh, you got it? <laughs> yeah. The entire restaurant was like, dang, they're standing to their feet clapping for her. Oh, boy. That's what's so, up. <laughs> yes. It was super, super fun. Um, Like you said, I turned my real age this year. And at the time, I didn't really think about it. I just came out saying, like, oh, it's my Yana's year, y'all. Um, but in reality, it just means that I'm healing and growing and I'm no longer stuck where I used to be, um, which I came to peace to being dumped actually. And I didn't even, I, I didn't say I didn't feel anything about it, but I was just okay with moving forward mm-hmm. in a sense like, oh, okay. Yep. That's what we're doing. So basically I mentally parted ways from somebody that I guess I was still possibly holding on to the potential but potential ain't shit if you ain't showing it so nope. ain't shed a tear at all wish him the best of luck <laughs> and um either on to the next or on to my ex it's you know <laughs> just how we do it it's just, it's just where things are falling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said on to the that's the that's the name of the episode. On to the next or on to my ex. Literally, cause <laughs> wait a minute, I gotta tell told that right now because we can't we I forget that we cannot <laughs> forget that child girl. Go I ahead mean, and do 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 the quote whenever you get ready. Is it just you know what? Wait, so is that our vibes? Because I mean, that's technically mine. On to the next or on to my ex? Yeah, one of these mugs is gonna work out. I might not be cheating per se, but I know who got next. Period. (laughs) (laughs) It's that Libra energy for me. You already know. Big flex. Big flex. Um, so um 
let me find this quote. So I heard this quote this morning. Um, well, I was supposed to be working, but I wasn't. But it's from our a friend of the show, Miss Zuana. So I'm gonna play it because y'all gotta hear everything she said. But at the end, I'm gonna tell y'all what really hit home for me. I mean, because y'all gonna feel it too. So don't don't judge me because it's probably gonna play a bunch of bull crap before I get to it. Oh wait, it might not. Oh darling. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. <laughs> hey, it is Friday, 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 fun Friday, pack Friday, fresh Friday. Payday Friday, weekend, let go. Fact. You are enough. That's it. That's it. That's all. Whether you get the job, whether you have the kids, whether you get the man. Yeah, she's taking out her her her, Listen, her thing. Hold on, wait. Let me get my. <laughs> you are enough, and until you start acting, strutting, and walking in as if you are enough, mm-hmm. why would someone else treat you as if you are? You have given your measuring cup to someone that doesn't even measure up. I'm gonna close my computer screen. Start acting like it. I love you. Listen, listen, listen. You felt that, right? We gotta stop giving our measuring cup to people who don't measure up. Like, you don't even know what a measurement is. So why am I allowing you to tell me how to measure anything? Oh, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not anything enough. First of all, I'm plus size. So anything I do is extra. Period. It's the, um, I don't know if it's called a TikTok or a reel or whatever is going on. But I seen this video of this girl saying, um, dudes always saying that black girls are so extra or do the most or something like that. She was like, that's because we the most beautiful, the most melanated. We got the most booty. We the most educated. Just call us the mostest. Period. And it's just that on that. Like, we measure up to whoever we are in that moment. End quote. And that's just that on that, honey. That's Listen. just that on that. Like, what? Stop giving your measuring cup to people that don't even measure up. I'm done. In podcast. That's your <laughs> word for the motherfucking day. <laughs> Like, what? Mm. Let me go and get my measuring cup. Thank you. Holding my own. (laughs) It was good. I'm dead. Listen, I am done. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess I really didn't do my vibe, but... Anywho, I don't even. Uh, I've been watching Game of Thrones. I'm years late. Um, I'm I'm addicted. Game of Thrones and you. So my vibe is binge watching, and being okay with that. Binge watching and making waste bees that I feel like making. Girl, I got one for you. I'm gonna show it to you later. You gonna be. Uh, show it to you're going to be like, that's mine. <laughs> Girl, it's in the basement. You think I'm going to make it to the basement and back? No, ma'am. 
nope. I'm gonna be tired. That'll be the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna be back like. <laughs> but um, so these topics we got for today, right? I love that actually, Dewana. I I love that. Stop giving people your measuring cup where they don't even measure up. Because I'm, I want to transition that into um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about, which was, let me get to the right text message thread. Lizzo's outfit at Cardi B's dance hall party. Um, did you, did you, I know you not big on social media, but did you actually go look at the outfit? Mm-hmm. What did you think about it? I thought she looked at flyers. Your honest opinion. Honestly, I felt like the same way I felt when we went to Swim Thick. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, I'm confident, but I don't, I don't have that level of confidence. Like, that, it was inspiring for me to see her be 100% her authentic self and living in that and not giving a fuck about what nobody else said until the after fact where, I mean, of course, I've always been a person that said like sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt me. But in reality, words do hurt. And we have to be um careful with the things that we say because words do hurt and words and vibe uh what is it verbally being abusive and stuff like that is the reason for so many suicidal deaths Mm -hmm. um but it was super super inspiring to me to see her have the freedom she probably ain't think nothing of it well she probably was like Oh, I'm going to this party. Bam, this is what I'm wearing. And mm-hmm. she was living in that moment. And some miserable person who has nothing else to do. Can't measure up. To, listen, decided to tear her down. And I'm not even going to say some skinny person, some this type of person, whatever, because we all know that um, plus size women, curvy women, skinny women, whatever, we all have body conscious issues mm-hmm. regardless some people might be like oh i want to be thicker but i can't gain the weight or i want to be slimmer but i can't lose the weight so i understand that there's body uh, confidence issues on all ends of it but the fact that somebody was just that miserable mm-hmm. is what kind of bothered me mm-hmm. with the whole situation and so i i refrained from giving my opinion on the matter because you know i'm a fat girl champion at all points in time and i ain't feel like arguing with people right because we only have these conversations when it's lizzo and people can say whatever they want to say it is because she is fat and she has a level of confidence that people don't feel like she should have. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. They're trying to assign her her measurements, and they Come don't on. measure up. They're trying to tell her how she should feel about herself 
because that's it right there. They, they don't how they feel how they should feel about their own self. You preaching now. And then they go and they hoard all of these <laughs> they go and hoard all of these other opinions that mirror theirs, right? This my thing. And and, and let me be very transparent. I didn't like the outfit, right? I'm look, I'm watching. <laughs> and, and what's crazy is I didn't I didn't like the outfit because I didn't think it I didn't like her hair really. Yeah, the hair wasn't really okay. hair. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what would have maybe something big would have been, you know what I'm saying? Dope, something big and curly or maybe something real straight and long. But I did not like the childish ponytails. I think. See, I guess I didn't I even really I, I, look at that. And see, that that's why I didn't want to say. I, that's why I didn't want to speak my opinion when it was all popular and shit, because I didn't want to add fuel to the fire. Oh, look, even this big girl don't, because we are, we do that enough. We do that. I'm a big girl, but even I wouldn't. No, that ain't what I'm saying. I just didn't like the style of the outfit. I feel like, I feel like they could have made the dress fit her body better. Instead of looking like they put her on a, a, a shiny sack of potatoes, I feel like they could have accentuated. You know, like I, I wish. And this is just my personal opinion about the outfit. Okay, so the first thing that I liked about it was, I guess I didn't even necessarily pay attention to that much detail until the outfit. I paid more attention to the confidence in the woman mm-hmm. versus. Mm-hmm. The actual outfit, and of course, it's sparkly. Y'all know I like sparkles. Right. If y'all follow me <laughs> on social media, my whole birthday outfit was sparkly. So, like, Here it me. was seeing her shine mm-hmm. that really yeah. got me to that point. It was just like, period, because I got a couple outfits that I done ordered, done bought, that's been dusty in the closet, and it's probably gonna stay there. Because I don't feel, I mean, I'm confident enough to take a picture in it. Look at all the pictures that P3 took. Mm-hmm. We ain't shared them photos. It was, but it was for us. Like it was for our confidence building, for our sisterhood, for us loving on us, for us, quote unquote, bearing our souls and becoming nude and naked in those moments. Mm-hmm. Like we did it. I'm going to say publicly, but but also within our own community of safety. Mm-hmm. She's doing it just period. On an on a international level. Right. And somebody outside of me was inspired by what she did. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't agree with her going live and actually showing her ass, telling mm-hmm. people to kiss it. But it was like, oh, I mean, I, I get you. I get you. Mm-hmm. Tell them to fucking kiss your ass. But it was like, I don't want to see her be that torn down to where she is literally coming out of who she is naturally right? right. and breaking down and showing the quote unquote ugly side. Right. Right. You know, like I said before, it's just a matter of her, her just trying to have fun, live her life and be her damn self. Mm-hmm. 
And so many people are trying to tell her, you should not, you don't have the right. That's really what they're trying to say. You don't have the right to be. To be that confident. To, exactly. And I know it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fat girls out there that be like, you know, confident. Confident is not like they sick of being called confident. Because it, for, for some people, it's that, that underlying meaning that girl, I would never, if I was you, but do you boo, you get what I'm saying? Like too, too often, too often when somebody else, Oh, I love your confidence. It's really saying like, Oh, I would never, if I was you, but the fact that you can do it, I'm proud of you, bitch. I don't, I don't need, need you to measure. Because you will never mm -hmm. measure up. You get what I'm saying? Like when we speak within the plus size community about confidence, it's it's a journey that we're on. You know what I'm saying? And that mark, that measurement looks different for, for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like we we look to each other and feel inspired. You know what I'm saying? I never would have thought I could have did that because this, 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 and this, but I can. Mm -hmm. Because somebody else was bold enough to take that first step, to take the heat for right. it. I would stand beside them. But too many times, like, it just, it becomes, like for Lizzo, it becomes a bitch, how dare you? Like the world is always saying to her, how dare you? Mm -hmm. And let's not forget, let's not forget that every time she has a revealing outfit on, Motherfuckers want to compare her to Rihanna. Why? I was gonna say that too, because Rihanna wore the same fucking outfit in a different color. Rihanna stayed naked. Facts. To be told, I stayed naked. naked to the point where she. Did. Come on now, come on now. I only got on clothes <laughs> because I needed to go downstairs and get the groceries off the porch. <laughs> like but Rihanna has even see this is the thing hmm. while everybody's trying to use Rihanna to shame Lizzo or to compare or to make a point Rihanna is the most body positive accepting person free spirit is just like planet. Lizzo have you ever looked have you ever watched one of her Savage X Fenty shows on Amazon Prime? She mm -hmm. has every gender, every sexuality, every body type. She has drag queens. You know what I'm saying? Like, she has men. She got the skinniest of the skinny, the whitest of the white, the blackest of the black, and the fattest of the fat. Listen, and like, it's crazy so because some people look at, well, let me not say people, some people look at, but I feel like when it comes to Rihanna, you can see that it's genuine. It's it's, it's just who she is. Somebody going to take that same quote unquote marketing and you're going to be like, they did that. So people will feel like they're included and they will actually get our kind of people or them type of group of people to spend money with them. But Rihanna doing it because mm -hmm. that's just who she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's consistent with it, though. She's extremely consistent with it. 
Like, mm-hmm. and, and you know, we don't we don't know her personal life. We don't know her, you know what I'm saying, her secret conversations and shit like that. But I ain't never seen nobody say that they had an uncomfortable, like they've been uncomfortable around her. I ain't never heard nobody who worked for her complain about her. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's crazy that like y'all go and try to get somebody who would probably encourage her to do what the fuck. Rihanna's gonna she encourage Lizzo to continue to do what the fuck you want to do. You know, and she had her let and me, party. Exactly. Let me give you some motherfucking um some lingerie. So next time you go somewhere, wear this shit. Keep making them mad. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just it. I wish people would. You know what I realized the other day? And social media be who social media be. I be ready to just like choke everybody. Don't nobody know how to mind their business. Nope. I don't even think people know what minding their business is no more. And I thought I thought about that shit the, like literally within the last two days. That's been something that's been on my mind. Because if you truly, like you say, you um, you know what I'm saying? We always talk, everybody always talk about being unbothered. But really, it seems like everything bothers you. You got an opinion about every single thing that goes on. So to me, that says you're very bothered. But you try to portray that you don't care about shit. As really like a defense mechanism or something. You care so much about shit that, you know what I'm saying? Like. Everything is affecting you. Right, right. You're, you're, you're absolutely bothered. Like, I can see, I can see your, growth and shit like since you've been calling yourself the unbothered one and literally being off of social media and dealing with the shit within your personal life that's unbothered you get what i'm saying (laughs) but a motherfucker who like you on everybody's status you on all of the page you on shade room you on mixtape trappers you on for one fold this and that and the other like damn you everywhere ain't you <laughs> i can't scroll down my timeline without seeing your opinion somewhere like don't nobody know how to mind their business we will be we will be in such a better place if motherfuckers really figured out how to mind their fucking business the crazy part yeah. is that Minding your business brings you so much peace. Child, like no other. Your peace be so top tier. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you affected by my my, my presence? Uh, oh, I'm not. Like, I'm not. I done been in spaces, like, with people who I haven't seen in a year that I really should be attacking at the moment that I see them. And kept a smile on my face. They made sure I kept my distance. It was just like, oh, they're here. Okay. It just is what it is. But it's more so 
I know that I've put myself in a position and God has put myself in a position to where if I'm uncomfortable or if it disturbs my peace, guess what? I got my own house, my own car. Period. I can remove myself at any because point in time. What? I'm, I'm minding my business and I'm protecting my peace. Yes. That remind me of I, sometimes I wish you'd be on social media. But then again, I don't. Tasha James, our chef bae, um, did Ms. a live December. video. Huh? Miss December. Period. <laughs> <laughs> she did a live show. Um, no, no, she did a live video yesterday mm-hmm. because somebody jumped in her inbox and told her that she needs to be more humble. Do they know who she is? Listen, she 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 so very eloquently snapped and put whomever it may have been in their place. She said, have you ever looked up the definition of humble? There's about seven different definitions of humble and only one of them is positive. Only one of them says respectfully or courteously, as in, in my humble opinion. The rest of them means, the the definition of humble means to dim your light, to shrink, to act subservient, to to be, you know what I'm saying, to act, you know, like, um, disrespect, you know, like to really disrespect your position, right? And so we try to tell people to humble themselves, but it's like, why? Why are you hopping in my inbox to tell me to humble myself? Because you're intimidated by how much I love me? Is that it? You're intimidated because I'm proud of where I came from and where I am now? I'm proud of my journey. I'm proud of where I'm going. Why do I need to humble myself? To make you feel better? No. You need to take off some of that humble humbleness. Listen, I'm not intimidating. You're you're intimidated by my presence. And that's it. And that's all. I'm just me. If you if you look at me and feel like I am a mirror to your weaknesses. That's not a me problem. That's a you problem. Mm, that's, was, that's, a, that's a hit right there for me. <laughs> a mirror to your weakness? I was talking to um, another mm. chef, Tish, right? I was talking to her the other day. And Tish is um, very well versed in the Bible, right? And you know I'm not. She said there is a she said that's a thing because there's a passage or something um in the Bible about humility. And I was like, you know, it's a difference. There's a difference between showing humility mm-hmm. to God and humbling yourself so that the people around you don't feel so small. I Wasn't said, that Nelson, Nelson Mandela, the, the poem he wrote? Yep. Yep. He said it in Y'all a Y'all watch Coach Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Akira and the B. Because <laughs> it was in both of them. Go find it. And if you can't find it under Nelson Mandela, look it up under Marianne Williamson. 
read it to yourself every day and read it to your kids too. Because I don't have to dim my, guess what? There's enough light for us all to have a little bit. You don't have to live in the darkness and I'm not going to shrink into the darkness for you. And I'm going to just say this one little piece, right? Because you spoke of the Bible, it says in the beginning, he said, let there be light. In the midst of making man, he said, let there be light. He didn't say what kind of light. So the light that's within me is supposed to be had. Mm -hmm. I could preach this if I want to. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> listen, listen, because I, listen, you, you, listen, mm -mm. I ain't too far. Listen, I've been on my spiritual shit. I've been on my freedom kick. I'm about as free as my head is nappy. <laughs> but listen, the 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 unsaved me. She be like just creeping. She just I mean I'm talking about just, she just be creeping to the point where let me I'm in a moment of transparency. I was trying to meditate the other day about a situation with my tenants. You know the whole situation I got on Sherman. And I was in my meditation trying to trying to come to a peaceful resolution. And in my visualization, in our conversation, I kept beating their ass. And I was like, God, please, I need you to remove it. I, I need you to remove this visualization from me, from my spirit. I can feel it in my heart and soul. I don't know how this is going to work because I keep trying to, mm -mm, that ain't the way to go. Choose pieces. Either. I'm in my meditation talking like this. And I'm like, mm -mm, I can't. I'm literally beating their ass in my meditation. And I said, yeah, no. I said, God, I need you to do something now. I need you to do something now because I can't handle it. I ain't there yet, right? But let me tell you how good God is. I called my nephew. I said, so what you hear about that? I mean, have you heard anything from them on Sherman? He said, yeah, I think they moved out. A fucking man. I said, God, I'm talking about this the Won't same Won't he will. Same day I said it to somebody else. And when I called, my nephew was already handled and done. I didn't even know. I didn't Sometimes even... you gotta appreciate the fact that God got you waiting because it's something else going on. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on, let me just let me just. Oh, uh, we finna yeah. praise and worship, but we can praise and worship. <laughs> Listen, I was like, "All right, come on, ring me back in, God. You already, you know, you know me, you know me, and so you had it already handled." But you want you waited for me to come to you to ask you to handle it. Wait, because that reminds me. I seen this quote today, and I gotta find it, and I'm gonna read it to you. You finna be like, oh, oh wait. <laughs> so, literally, and I quote: "I be stressing about stuff. God be like, girl, if you don't come down, I got something better for you." 
and did and do. And we just always like if she don't shut up and just listen. And that's it. That's all. You be looking like Kevin Hart trying to stand up in three feet of water. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just stand up you're not drowning right just stand up i've already put you in position come on come on <sighs> okay so in conclusion leave lizzo the fuck alone and worry <laughs> about your damn self mind your own motherfucking business bitch On to the next topic. Um, social media has been going extremely crazy with red flags. Um, if you have not seen them, um, you probably don't have any millennials or Gen Zs on your timeline. Oh, but that's fine. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring you up to speed. Um, of course, it started on Twitter, and the whole trend just went extremely viral. Um, so these are some posts from the Shade Room Facebook page. Red flags, Virgos. Now, I wasn't going to read that, right? <laughs> I was not going to read that, God. However, given my situation, <laughs> I just felt like I just needed to say it just that one time. And we ain't going to go no deeper into it. But you and me, we know. Uh <laughs> And I'm only reading this because of who said it. Trinity Whiteside, which is the dude from Sisters, the white boy. He ain't even white. He mixed in real life. This nigga put missing side tooth, red flag. <laughs> I said he ain't shit. Fuck him. Listen, if P3 don't give me a motherfucking side. <laughs> this one dude said you got one kid but multiple baby daddies I died I died I'm sorry that's not a uh, that's not even a red flag I think it, you know some of this shit turned jokey jokey but I, cr I cried when I saw that like dude like you bitch you, go to Maury <laughs> now see this is where this shit it get, I mean it gets funnier and funnier he said he still he, he got a key still in case of an emergency <laughs> maybe he do maybe he don't <laughs> on to the next or on to my ex here we um, the dirty clothes with the clean clothes. <laughs> mm. no. He said, he just come see his kids. That's it. Somebody, this nigga said, no hubcaps is a red flag. If he don't stay off of Burla. <laughs> this nigga off of Burlock and Atkinson. Right, here go another one. He said, we don't even sleep in the same bed. 
That is a fucking red flag. So, okay, so maybe I did see some of these. So I seen something, or it might have been, it just reminds me of a situation that I seen a post of about um, since y'all do and your baby mama just roommates, ask that bitch if I can spend the night. Period. She said no, clearly, but you know. <laughs> this was like when y'all in a relationship, but his Facebook status still say he's single. Mm, that ain't a red flag for me. Bitch, you in a secret, it just ain't nobody else's business. Because I don't even got no relationship, nothing on none of my social media. <laughs> I could be sitting next to this nigga talking shit. He'd be like, Stop your jacking. Like, shut up. What's you know, media? I don't know what my relationship status say. I ain't looked at that shit in a long time. It might say I'm in a relationship. You better say it with me, goddammit. I feel like that was my last update <laughs> was saying that I was in a relationship with you. And if you changed yours, then mine just probably still say I'm in a relationship. I think I did take it off and you got mad at me and was all on the podcast talking about some repeat dumped me and didn't tell me. <laughs> Like, Wait, somebody said somebody said a red flag is no soap in the bathroom. Especially during COVID. No tissue. No, which if I can't find your toothpaste. Listen. It ain't. I ain't gonna lie, I done been to some people's house where they ain't got no soap in the bathroom, and I just be ready to go. Listen, I done seen um because son do this no towel like no dry hand towel you know that's different but during covid having paper towel is a little bit better a little mm-hmm. bit more you know what i'm saying less germy or whatever but still son don't be having no towel in his bathroom i'll be like nigga why mm-hmm. I, I as long as I can wash the germs away, I'll dry my goddamn hands on my clothes. I ain't gonna lie, I'm ghetto like I that. Enough towels from the Dells and every home <laughs> We got towels, bro. <laughs> and you know, he a young boy. He keeps soap. But this will say my car in the shop when they always talk about my car in the shop. You right, uh, Amanda has keys too. <laughs> well, your shit almost just blew up. A man that has kids you never see. He leaves the room to answer a call. He says, I'm not, wrong too. He says, I'm not like them other niggas. Don't all niggas say that? Yeah, don't. First of all, don't get me to looking at these niggas no, no different type of way because I mean I care and I don't. <laughs> oh, child, listen, this one, this one punched me in the chest. I'm just going with the flow for now. Well, I'm going to float my ass on over there. Listen, I'm going to float my ass on to another boat. You keep playing with me. What they say, um, a red flag is, and I'm just making this up, a red flag is when you don't hear from them for a couple of days and they hit you and be like, uh, what you doing? Bitch, I'm losing feelings. That's what I'm doing. I'm losing feelings. Fucking period. This was a when his phone started ringing and he say out loud, why this nigga calling me? 
No, Listen. I'm gonna expose all of us, okay? When you gotta tell your friend this shit on speakerphone. <laughs> Bitch, you on speakerphone. You on speakerphone. You on speakerphone. Jerome over here. You on speakerphone. Say hey to Jerome. I'm about to get somebody who dating Jerome fucked up or whoever. I don't know, but still, like, don't tell our secrets. Cause you already know, bitch. Don't listen. Don't don't say nothing about nobody else. Say hey to. Say hey to Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, that is a warning. Uh, we can't tell on. Well, no, I used to do this all the time. Like, you on the radio, you know, because my phone, well, it don't now. I figured out how to disconnect it. But when you say, when I'm in the car and I be like, you on the radio? That is, I used to be like, son in the car, but, you know, just in case, you on the radio. This another one. This this one kind of just this one is like the go with the flow. He said, "Let's just see where this goes." No labels. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna label your ass over there in the do not disturb pal. Um, where it's gonna go is me on to the next motherfucker who want to have some labels, who want to establish some shit. How about that? Um, this one girl said the perm took my hair out when I was little. <laughs> to be fair I feel like that did happen to a lot of chicks <laughs> but your hair ain't never recovered <laughs> nothing nothing happened like in she ain't tried miracle drops baby don't be bald uh, great, nothing black caster. Oh, it wouldn't Dr. Miracle apparently because he he doing miracles. Uh, here go another one. Him, I'm not on social media, I'm not either, though. No, no, it'd be niggas who don't have no social media, and I listen, ooh. I know it. Uh, ooh, I was about to expose myself. Never mind. Let's move on. Wait, uh, no, wait, wait. Cause I got one. Cause this was a red flag. When they, I got two. I got two. And you gonna know? <laughs> you gonna know? Cause this is exposing myself. But I don't give a fuck. Cause I'm a G. When they unfriend you, and then disappear and become a fucking ghost for who knows however long, and then all of a sudden. Send your friend request. Mm. Like Vince fucking Darby, sir. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, but wait, wait. So, you know, on Instagram, you can make somebody, I don't know if you can do it on Facebook because I ain't been on there in a while. Mm. When they make it so you can't see their page, but they can still watch everything on yours. Mm. Red flag. But you know what? Guess what? Watch me, because if I post something and it hurts your feelings, then it just hurts your feelings. Period. Why the fuck my phone kicking you off? Now I got to go back and find the... Uh... Red flag. 
I don't need this right now. Oh, yes, I do. It looked like I flicked my edges and everything, and I didn't. These motherfuckers about nappy than a bitch. Oh, here go. I found another one. My ex is crazy. Okay. Child, this one say, go ahead and leave me like everybody else does. Mm. Ooh. Or saying everybody is toxic. Mm, that's a red flag. Come on. Come on, preach now. Um, so while I look for this, right, <clears throat> talking about red flags, oh, here go another one. We ain't together. We just live together for the kids. Mm-hmm. Like I said, ask that bitch, can I spend a night then? Lord, wait a minute. Somebody said that to me before. <laughs> like... Who? A nigga from the past past. And and what's crazy is like we was cool as a motherfucker, but we never took it there, but he was definitely trying. And I'm like, sir, I heard you was married. I mean, I okay. am, but but we ain't really together. Like, what do you mean? I mean, the the definition of married is really together. Like that means that literally means that y'all are really together. I mean, we just, you know, together for the kids. And we mm -hmm. just, you know, oh, mm, nah, mm, nah. That's not even to work. I done failed for some stupid shit in my life, but not that. Not that. Um. But the thing about, okay, so, and then, of course, it was one that said, uh, all these red flags is posting red flags. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, what was, I seen one that said, uh, y'all keep posting these red flags, but then end up pregnant with Red Flag Junior. <laughs> and that brings me to my question. How do how do we really treat red flags? Like they yellow? Honey, they pink. They pretty. Bring it in. It's like, God, give me a sign. Not that one. Just give me another. <laughs> no. 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 Wait, what was that uh, TikTok that was going around? It was like, but I want to keep them. <laughs> but why? <laughs> But why? I want to keep her. Yeah. Oh, I did not we, see that. We oh, treat. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send it to you. We treat red flags like we treat niggas with. Like like we treat like we treat niggas with potential. He got so Ooh. much potential. I see the potential in him, so I'm gonna 
you know, we, we claim we be in their peace and we, I'm, I'm trying to be that ride or die, ride and die, bitch. No, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ride and live. Okay. Listen, this chick speaking of listen, this chick just had a TikTok. She was like, I ain't the ride or die no more. She said, I, I used to pride myself on that shit. She said, you know what? I kept dying. I died every goddamn time. I'm done dying. <laughs> listen, I done had 12 candle. She said, I done had 12 candlelight visuals. <laughs> T T T Era, I think she did that one. And I just thought that was hilarious. But yeah, for real though, I'm not. I'm nobody's ride or die. I'm not even my son's ride or die. I'm a ride and live because we gonna we gonna make it out here. Mm-hmm. And that's just I ain't finna ride and die. I'm sorry, I'm not. Because I'm trying to I'm trying to get to heaven. I ain't gonna jack to y'all. I'm. Mm-mm. I need to I need to live and get on over the glory. I'm in the land of the. We in the land of the dying on our way to the land of the living. This is my old uh, first lady used to say. Come on now. <laughs> well, that was fun. Are we done with this topic? Can you think of any other red flags? Um, no, because then I'm just going to be bullying somebody. Okay. Okay. And that's why I won't either, because I'm going to literally be picking on one person. Oh, child, wait a minute. Mm, let me tell you another one I saw. Is it a red flag? <laughs> When you uh when you want him to stop cheating on you, so you agree to polygamy. Now you sad and eating pussy. Um. <laughs> um. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if this was a red flag, but one of those red flag posts. But I, I seen this on, um, you know, uh, what is it, Justin Leboy? He be on Instagram, the respectfully Justin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had shared a post of somebody saying putting melatonin in his blunt all winter so we can cuddle. Bitch, that's a red flag. If you have to drug this man for him to spend some time with you and cuddle you. That's a red flag. And the fact that you you doing the shit is just a red flag in general. The fact that you think right. it's okay. Right. No. No. Okay. okay. That's a, that's you, you better go on over to uh what is it? Uh Commerce Candy Closet and get you a uh twice as nice or a rose. Keep that bitch on the charger and get you a full body pillow and cuddle your damn self. Shameless plug to the uh TDR fam, but you know, that's Period. just what we do. Period. <laughs> All right, so. Um, do you actually have a fluffy shit this week? No, it was another topic we were supposed to talk about, and we need to do that one. Um, that's what I was gonna say because I want to kind of really incorporate Make these sense. last two topics into fluffy shits. Um, okay. yeah, yep, yep, because so yeah, the first one I want to talk about is um, I don't know any of the facts, let me just put that out there. All I know is that a 55-year-old man. I heard he was older than that. It's even nastier then. Um, and an eight, a freshly 18-year-old girl got married. 
Um, I've heard that he was her godfather. I heard that he at, he at one point in time previously dated her mother. Um, I also read that um, he always has some very young chick around. Um, That's given very much big R. Kelly energy. Um, she also has the 18 year old also has a daughter by somebody that they will not name. Um, mm. And <laughs> well, obviously you, you can tell how we feel about it. It's, it's, it's big R. Kelly energy. It's disgusting. There's nothing that a 55 year old and an 18 year old have in common. Y'all are about two and damn near a half generations apart. You damn near close to retirement. She can't even legally drink. And the fact that she's 18 she's drinking is wild. Child, shut up. The fact that she's newly 18 and y'all are married means that y'all have been, y'all have had to have been dating or courting prior to her 18th birthday. Now, where things are split is because half of, ha half of the people, not even half, there are people that think that this shit is disgusting, is predatory, and shit like that. And then there are people who feel like, well, she's 18, she legal, mind your business. Okay, let me let me just play devil's advocate, right? One, this is extremely triggering. Um, as a black woman in general, um, it's triggering for someone who's dealt with um sexual abuse. It's very um, mind blowing, but I do say, okay, sometimes you gotta let people. Mind our business and let people live their life however they choose to. Um, and I can only send this just young lady healing energy because to me it screams trauma. Mm -hmm. It screams trauma for me. Um, and then also, so when you had mentioned it to me, it was kind of like we see it so often, but we don't talk about it often enough. Um, but at the same time, I had heard it on I I don't think it was this morning. It might have been either this morning or yesterday. It was on um, front page news for uh, the Breakfast Club. And it was, um, they had played a clip of some chick talking about it. And she was just like, I know them. And he's been grooming her since she was 14. And to me, that just gave me chills. Mm -hmm. Like 14. And mm -hmm. the fact that um, the lady was saying that, um, she was so excited and saying like, oh, I got to, uh, I'm dating somebody. I'm really into them when she was 17 and was just like, everybody was saying like, well, why we ain't never met them? And she was basically saying, y'all will meet him when I turn 18. So this is who she was talking about even when she was 17. And as the story kind of developed, they found out that um, he's been grooming her since she was 14. And then they played a clip of whoever the young lady is and her response to everybody being in her business. Mm -hmm. 
she's angry. She's being loud. She's she's acting like a fresh 18 year old. So I can't be mad at her for acting her age. But then we also can't look at her situation and think any different of women of our age that want a sugar daddy. Yes, the age gap is closer. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like that's her sugar daddy. If this man happened to die in a year, let her get whatever she gonna get off of this nasty ass man. But in the meantime, I am selling sending her all of the healing energy. Mm-hmm. And maybe even and, and I'm not and I'm gonna say this, even though I've had the sexual trauma, I'm sending him healing energy as well. Because there is something wrong on both ends. Child. She <laughs> might be looking for love in, in a way that she's never had before. And that's who is giving her the love, the time, the attention, the affection, which means that we need to show ourselves and our daughters the love, the time, and the attention that they require. As well as this grown man, probably he might have been molested or might this might be something that he's, you know what I'm saying, he's used to. Because he did make a comment um, when I was listening to the clip on The Breakfast Club saying, I'm not the only man in this city or whatever, wherever they say. I'm not y'all act like other people in this town haven't dated or married younger women. Mm-hmm. Which means this is something that happens often. And that's there just in the forefront. That's where that's where my problem comes in, right? Technically, she is 18. She is legal. She's a legal adult, right? Now. Now. The thing about it is, she was unprotected. That's my issue. She went unprotected to the point where she could, she could have been, she she could be groomed, right? Is that not the same way that girls get talked into hoeing? Sex trafficking. You get what I'm saying? That's my issue. If you in love with a 55-year-old man, whatever. Whatever. That's your business. As an 18-year-old legal adult, that's your prerogative. The problem is you were a minor. You should have been cared for a lot more and you were being preyed on. And he is not the only one. He's not going to be the last one. He for damn sure ain't the first one. So we have to get to a point where we ha- we stop. We stop letting old creepy motherfuckers Prey on babies. Listen. Mama's going to have to get off the dicks and start getting behind their children. Like really getting behind their kids. Because the part of, gro- part of grooming is making those young girls do, say, believe, speak everything that you want them to say and speak on your behalf. And right now, 
I'm being very, very specific without saying shit. You get what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. So we have to do so much more to protect little girls. Whether they think they still need protecting or not. Baby, at 18, you're a legal adult, but honey, you ain't nowhere near grown. I'm still not grown. That 55-year-old man has lived life, had experiences that you can't even fathom. You ain't been through shit yet. Mm. Even if you have been through something, you got so much more to go through. In five years, you ain't even going to be the same woman that you are. In 10 years, you're going to be a completely different woman. But if you let that man keep your mind, if you let that man keep your mind, you're going to be the woman that he wants you to be. And you'll never be the woman that you want to be. You'll never be able to hold your own measuring cup. Listen, it's giving Oh, and you'll never measure up. He always gonna make you that's some narcissistic ass shit. That's some narcissistic ass shit. If you just sitting here, it's it's giving um very much one of my favorite movies, which is really creepy. Um, because I used to watch this movie so much as a child, only because um it was kids in it, and it was kids my age in there, and um, Eve's Bayou. Mm-hmm. It's giving Eve's Bayou. Mm-hmm. And for those who are not familiar, um, Eve's Bayou had uh, Megan Good as a teenager. She, they, uh, Her little sister was played by uh, Journey uh, Smollett. Mm-hmm. Um, they had another little brother, I don't know his real name, but in the movie, his name was Poe. Um, what is the lady name that played the mama? I can't think of her name. I can't think of her name, but she was the mama in Love and Basketball too. No, that's not her. No. Oh, she was. She was Q's mom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she was Q's mom in Love and Basketball. So either way, they got these amazing people playing these characters. And basically, the mom was putting up with whatever she was putting up with with the dad, knowing he was a cheater because he was also a provider. Mm-hmm. But as well in the movie... Um, I always felt this connection to New Orleans, so whatever. Um, and then it was just the the, the fun family and the you know, whatever is what I kind of connected to, but also looking at it now, it was so much hurt and so much trauma in this movie to the character that was played by Megan Good was in love with her father. Mm. She was so much in love with him that she despised her own mother Mm. and it trickled down to where she even tried to seduce her father which thank god i mean he he went for a for a moment he was going with it for a moment and then something in his mind said wait this is my daughter i don't think that it triggered and this is just my view of the movie it probably didn't trigger that she was young it just triggered it this is my daughter right not that this is a young woman this is just my daughter and i can't do that Right. Um, but also it it the trauma went so far to the younger sister that was played by Journey killing her father to protect her sister. Mm. She didn't even need to know the full scope of what happened. 
it was just the fact that he did something to you he hurt you she killed her own father the amount of trauma that's in this movie is mm-hmm. i mean i'm still unpacking it like seriously and and i think it's important for us to go back and watch some of the movies that we really really loved and kind of dissect it now as adults mm-hmm. but this whole situation is like in as a child i watched that movie a million and one times and i didn't see anything wrong it was like oh she kissed her daddy but i didn't see the trauma i didn't see the hurt i didn't really it was just like oh right right she kissed her right it was you were looking at it through a child's eyes just like i used to love the movie color purple i i ain't gonna say you two i love the movie color purple right and to me I I was watching Color Purple because I wanted to do the hand claps. These are the things I'm looking at as a kid. I love Suge Avery because she was always singing. I loved Oprah Oprah Winfrey because you know my little black ass. She didn't take no shit from nobody. But then as I got older, you know that beginning scene, she like was getting kicked out of the house or some shit by her father who sold her she had two kids by her father and then sold her to another older man and she was still a teenager at the time she was given to a man to be his wife you know what i'm saying and really he didn't even want her he wanted the younger sister he wanted the younger sister you know what i'm saying like so we have so many generations of this older man very very i ain't gonna need to say young woman older man admiring girl you get what i'm saying is so fucked up and and ingrained in our culture that we blame the little girls because they fast she probably was fucking anyway she already got a baby so she don't deserve to be protected but you don't like when niggas say that you ain't shit because you got kids and you ain't with your baby daddy and we'll kill a motherfucker for looking at our daughter. Maybe. Most of us will. Some of us won't. Some of us. I ain't got a daughter, but I got a daughter. And I'd be damned if you look at my son, my goddaughter, my niece. Listen. But too many. And that's another thing. As as women, I as bitches, because you ain't even a woman. If if you take the side of a of a of a man over your flesh and blood, somebody that came from your womb with zero investigation, you you don't deserve to be called a woman. You don't deserve to be called a woman. But that's getting too deep, okay? Cause that that's a whole other you know <laughs> woo speaking of not protecting black women <laughs> again i don't know the facts i don't know all of the details what i do know is that there are people that stood by and recorded the sexual assault of a woman in Philadelphia. 
It's so many things wrong. So many things wrong. Outside of the sexual assault, that's that's given that that is wrong. Some people said they was together. Don't matter. You can't sexually assault. You don't have the right to sexually assault me. It doesn't matter if we were together. It doesn't matter if we were fighting. None of that. I heard, and again, these are not my facts. Somebody said the shit went on for 40 minutes. <clears throat> I pray that that is misinformation. Because I, I refuse to believe that people let a woman be raped for 40 minutes and did nothing except record. What have we come to where we can look at abuse and trauma and think nothing other than let me catch this on phone so I can get some likes on social media? Not wow, this is this is a human. This is a human being. Mm-hmm. Being harmed by another human being within my vicinity, the humanity in me should stop this. No, I'm just gonna pull up my phone. Cause- uh, Not to call 911. I'm gonna get it on tape. They were saying, um, I was hearing some reports or reading some reports that they were saying that they are looking for the people who sat around and recorded because they want to also, you know, charge them to whatever extent of the law that they can. Um, and you know, as much as we use social media and as much as we try to pretend like these companies are hands off, they perpetuate shit like this. They perpetuate shit like this because why can you see a video of somebody fucking, somebody being killed, somebody being raped, but you can't say, you can't say phrases like men are trash or when you talk about white people, you get some shit flagged. Or if you say, I don't agree with vaccines. Now your post is flagged and they're going to make sure nobody sees that post. Or even when you talk about your business, those posts don't make it into the algorithm. However, trauma is always at the forefront. Gossip is always at the forefront. Violence always at the forefront. But y'all don't want to take no accountability. Freedom of speech when it comes to that shit. But if I cuss in my status, I'm getting a warning because I said something with some bullshit. <laughs> if I say that I'm going to punch somebody in the face, I'm inciting violence. But don't y'all got whole white nationalist hate groups on, on social media platforms? 
Y'all got to take some accountability. People need to take accountability. People need to get back to humanity. Like, what the fuck is wrong, y'all? I didn't follow this story because it was so traumatic. Um, I purposely didn't even want to see, look at, listen to, hear about um, at all. And I've been, over the last two years, I've been very transparent about my journey. Mm -hmm. um, as much as I've healed, it's still trauma there. Um, and it's crazy because even just the little pieces that I've heard about this story reminds me that <clears throat> we've all been sexually assaulted. We've all allowed ourselves, and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm gonna say I've allowed myself to be raped because I didn't want to be harmed in a situation versus just saying, no, it's like, all right, I'm going to let this happen and I'll heal later. Mm. I'm going to let this happen and I just wanted to hurry up and be done. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, that's just, that is super triggering and trauma filled because it's like, we don't know what her mental was mm -hmm. in that moment. And it's just, it's heartbreaking to know that we are as a people so desensitized that we rather get the likes and all of that before caring for whoever's mother, daughter, sister, friend, whatever it may be. Like it's just, it's, it's so heartbreaking. It's super, super heartbreaking because this is just one instance that we're speaking of, and it's not even a pen of what is happening on a regular basis. Like, I've literally had situations where I've had to, quote unquote, go pick up somebody, and just the terminology that the doctors and the police officers even stated was working girl. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, this is my this person and this is my that person you can't call them that because that's not what this is this is a rape mm -hmm. this is this is like it's, it's just too much it's, it's just too much yeah and this one kind of is new and i didn't i didn't message it to you and i don't know if you've seen it there was a missing child in milwaukee a three-year-old and they found they found the baby in a dumpster um dead what the fuck what the fuck mother killed baby killed I don't know if they found the person or if he killed himself or what, but. And that's not justice. That's not justice because you're no longer living either. 
And I know we were talking about red flags earlier and it was more of a joking manner. But we really, really need to open our eyes. We really need to open our eyes. Because none of us are excluded from something like that happening to us. Whether we keep ourselves in a situation or whether it happens to us like the woman on the train. We can't do nothing except for pray for the safety of people and pray for the humanity of others because you have to you have to have some type of demons to do something like that to somebody so innocent. I saw so many women terrified for their babies. Terrified for their own children after hearing about something like that. I hope we get to a point where somebody decides to protect women and children, black women and children. But I, listen, that's all I gotta say about that. Cause I didn't, I didn't follow that story. I literally found this out on social media. I'm just gonna say something. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm. But we're gonna go ahead and move on because we we approaching an hour and a half. Y'all know we're not gonna leave y'all on a down note. We have to turn it around, bring the positivity back. Um yeah, lift me up because I'm I'm heavy. We are going to uh go on to our section called keeping it cute and this week um keeping it cute goes to our hometown entrepreneurs um there are so many people doing so many great things in the city of milwaukee black entrepreneurs being role models and trailblazers at the same time um congratulations to uh, marcel jackson he just opened up um a center um, a business center for uh, different entrepreneurs that's also going to house a couple different businesses. So make sure um, you look him up, Marcel Jackson. Um, Adija Greer Smith, I believe is her Facebook name. She's the owner of Confectionately Yours. Currently, she's inside the Charmin Fiend. She got some of the best desserts on the market, y'all. She, she just revealed that she um, is opening up Confectionately Yours Cafe, where they're going to have some other types of foods. Of course, the sweets and also a coffee bar. So make sure y'all are staying in tune. Listen, this is what this is what I want for Milwaukee, right? I want y'all to have the lines outside of confectionally yours. How y'all be having the lines outside of Slutty Vegan? How y'all be having the lines out of places like Sweetie Pies? You know what I'm saying? Like make it, make it so that it's it's almost a privilege to get in. Okay, I need y'all to do that. Um, 
Uh, the, 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 the Joanna Brooks of it. I'm just gonna walk up with uh like somebody like Renee or <laughs> Riley, so I can be like, I'm with her. <laughs> VIP. Um, shout out to uh, Joanna Brooks of Embody Yoga Studio. She was also in the Sherman Phoenix. She is actually working and is uh having she's she's doing the Kiva Fund, um, to start her own wellness center where she's going to have multiple yoga studios now. Um, and she's also going to be able to offer or have other people um, in the space offer um, other services. Um, shout out to, uh, I just saw this yesterday through Corey White's page. Corey White's of Delicious Bites, him and his sister, to, uh, no, not sister, him and his wife, Tamira. Tamira's sister, S.B. Winters, I believe her name is, is opening up. Um, something called whale space. They're having a grand opening for that. Um, and that'll also be a space for mental, physical, spiritual health in the city of Milwaukee. Um, shout out to Truman McGee. This man is the, I'm gonna call him the hustler of the year, but he really is a businessman. He, I like, I've had the pleasure of, of being able to watch from afar his growth over the last couple of years with Funky Fresh Spring Rolls from moving to a small space in the Sherman Phoenix to the big kitchen, to being inside of grocery stores and you can buy his rolls with food stamps now. You know what I'm saying? Um, Donna Owens. Um, huh? I would say don't forget Delicious Bites. Shout out, speaking to Corey White and Tamira White again, Delicious Bites, congratulations to everything that you got going on. Oh, I gotta get back to the city so I can eat. Um, shout out to who was I just saying? Damn. Um, Cal King Calumet. Um, he is working on opening up um his new space as well. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Huh? Oh, I thought you was gonna say somebody named Rockwood. I don't know. No, I wouldn't. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> damn, who was I just about to say? Wait, let me think. It was somebody I was in the middle of saying, and now it's just gone out of my head. I'm, I apologize, but it's a ton of entrepreneurs. Oh, um, here, this is a, a different one. Um, shout out to, oh, Donna Owens is what I was saying. Donna Owens. Um, she is a caterer, um, and she has some huge things happening. She's actually a traveling caterer because I she was at an event all the way down here in Atlanta. And when I say she killed, she killed. But I th I think now she just recently um, is going to be doing something with the Bucks. Um, shout out to Jakari Carr of Jakari Kicks for Kids. He's been doing his thing on the nonprofit scene for a very very long time. Um, I think he just uh, he just did something with the books as well um, and gave maybe like a specialized pair of tennis shoes to Giannis. Um, who else have I been hearing about? Um, I don't know. It's, I'm sure it's a ton more. Out Mia, because she's always doing some, some dope shit. Right. <laughs> Mia, I has stepped out and, and really got her feet in the entrepreneur game. Um, she's growing every day. Um, 
she still i mean she's doing blossoming motherhood she having so many babies so many babies out here finna be born at the hands of mia you know what i'm saying including mine one day um <laughs> uh, she has the bloom room um uh, speaking of her hands out here working miracles um uh, she has a candle line um and then she is also uh cert- getting back to certifying people in cpr um, which I'm gonna she be teamed up with Tasha for the traveling sisterhood yeah. for postpartum free postpartum care for women. Um, oh, shout out to Patrice Green, our sister, our big sister Patrice. Uh, she is now a licensed massage therapist. Uh, she is working out of KRS um, hair and wax studio. Uh, so, y'all, listen. Milwaukee has some bright lights. Milwaukee has some bright lights. Um, make sure y'all keep looking out for the city. Keep supporting. Um, yeah, and keep listening to us. I just want to shout out. Um, I can't remember her real name. I think it's Steph Housley. From mm-hmm. Priority. Yes. Um, somehow I'm on her newsletter. I actually got on one of her shirts today. This is the Black Lives Are a Priority. Um, but I just happened to be scrolling the other day and she posted uh, a young lady that I guess is a customer of hers or somebody that's on her friends list that had literally going through postpartum. Um, and she posted it and it was just saying, I need everybody that can reach out to her, send prayers up to her. She actually ended up sending out um Step ended up sending out an email to everybody on her email list, just saying a prayer for them, um, just to keep them lifted up and making sure that their mental health is where it needs to be, giving them information about mental health and making sure you stand on top of your shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that right there shows the best type of care and love for your business because it ain't just about getting your dollar, it's literally about making sure that our people are mentally healthy and i just i had to shout her out for that because that was super dope like i had just like scrolled past it um and only read a little piece of her post instagram but then to literally within hours or the next day get an email of her just saying she's checking on everybody's mental health shows her compassion for the people yeah yeah i love that i love that um the priority movement is big the priority movement is strong um and I know it's going to continue to grow. I know it's going to continue to keep going because um, it's needed. It's absolutely needed. So, all right, we, we get long-winded. Um, y'all know what time it is. Say exactly what it is that you need to say to yourself to get you through the rest of the week, the month, however long it is before you see us again. Um, <laughs> it is time for the I Am Statement. Um, this week I am enough I'm measuring up and I'm holding my own measuring cup Um, this week I'm going with this song because it is what I was feeling 
I should probably turn the volume up on my phone or what? I am wealthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch. I am gonna go get that bag and I am not gonna take your shit. I am protected, well respected, I'm a queen, I'm a dream, I do what I wanna do, and I'm who I wanna be, cause I am me, I am me. One on one can't compete. I don't know what the rest of the song say, but the fact that the song is called I Am, it was just perfect yeah. for the I am statement. What if I have to pick one? I am no longer living in my past or my hurts. Mm, come on. Come on. And that has been episode 86 of the Pretty Plus Size and Powerful Podcast. On to the next or on to my ex is the title. <laughs> Man, make sure y'all following us on all of the things Pretty Plus Size and Powerful on Facebook. Um, pretty plus size and powerful group and pretty plus power on Instagram. Yeah. We'll see y'all next time. Eventually. <laughs> Whatever you do, sis, keep it cute, sis. Leave that beef and shit a roof, Chris. I end up toothless. I've been official my whole life. I bought burners, I ain't buy lights. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.